You're listening to the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast, episode 18. And if your teen is not naturally creative or struggles in the more open types of tasks, or if they are super creative, but isn't achieving the results that they really want, then this is the episode for you. As I'm sharing what creative tasks are really about, and hint, it's not creativity and unique ideas, and how your teen can take advantage of this, whether they are the creative type or not. I'm Katie Jones, and with over 15 years in education as an award-winning high school teacher, international external examiner, and as a study coach, I've helped thousands of students skyrocket their results and confidence. And this podcast is where I share all my insights, tactics, and tips with you, the parent, so you can help your hardworking team get happy, smart, and successful in their study, and have you both enjoy the journey along the way. This is the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast. Hello, very important parents. I am so excited for this episode because I know that if I'd known this as a student, it would have been a huge help for me, not only in terms of achieving higher marks, but also in terms of lifting some of the weight off my shoulders and saving me a ton of time when it came to the more creative types of tasks. So we're talking today about tasks where students have to come up with or design or make something creative. Maybe it's in art or media or woodwork, or it's a story they have to write in English. Or maybe it's a play, a photography project, or choreographing a dance. Whatever they are having to create, here's what I want to tell you. It is not about them being creative. What? (laughs) I know. Please stick around. Hear me out. Because the command of create is actually at the top of the levels of cognition. It's kind of on a par with evaluate because Bloom's Taxonomy has create right at the top. And then there are others like Mazzano's who have swapped it with evaluate and they have evaluate at the top. But either way, this means it is a high level skill. So in case you have not heard me talk about this before, the levels are at the bottom remembering. So just remembering facts, definitions, giving simple information. Then we go up to understand. So that's explaining and making links. Then we've got apply, then analyze, and then evaluate, and then create. So it goes from simplest, easiest cognitive skill up to the most demanding or most complex. But what I want to tell you is that creative types of tasks are much more about working at that apply level. I want you and your team to think of them being all about applying the relevant skills, techniques, and devices that they have been learning to whatever it is that they actually have to produce. So yes, they certainly can put their creative flair into it if they want to, if they have that flair. But I can tell you that in something like... English, 
where all students are studying it, up to a point at least, not all of them are going to be a natural at coming up with original or unique or creative ideas. So I know that this might therefore be good news for some of you and not such great news for others. In fact, for one student who I coached on this, after having struggled a fair bit with these sorts of tasks, she got an excellent result. And then her mum, as well as emailing me about her result, she also told me in the email that although her daughter was happy with her result, she kind of now feels like she's just, and this was her words, like just pleasing her teachers. And she said she doesn't feel like she's really able to, you know, get super creative or have her best ideas flow or be learning and advancing in those more interesting or personal or dynamic ways. And really, when it comes to assessments, I completely agree. It's like anything that we are being judged on. It's about knowing what the judges are looking for. And that's why if they have certain passions or interests, they can definitely pursue those outside of their assessments. And I'm sure that some elements they certainly can bring into their assessments and could be valuable. But overall, it just really is about meeting the criteria on the mark scheme when it comes to assessment. And like I said, for some, this is great news. And for others, it's a little bit depressing. And I get it. But think of it this way. Let's take an example of ice skating. So there are some events where the judges are looking for artistic flair, but they are also looking for technical prowess. And then if we take speed skating, they aren't looking for any of that. They are just looking for how fast you can complete the track and get over the finish line. And this is why knowing what you're being judged on is so important for students who do want to improve their marks or want to be able to reduce the number of hours and the amount of effort that they are putting in to get their marks. And it's very easy in the creative subjects or even just in the more creative or open tasks in the not so creative subjects to think that it is all about that artistic flair coming up with super interesting or unique ideas. And just like in the ice rink, it's sometimes a bit of that. But actually, it's much more about integrating certain skills or showcasing certain techniques. Hence that focus on that cognitive skill of application, of the command apply. Because an ice skater could have a beautiful style, have some really creative and unique ideas. But if they don't include some of the more difficult moves or if they don't execute those moves technically really well, then no matter how creative they are, they're just not going to get a high score. And it's the same for your teen and their creative assessments. Now, as I've already said, I am not naturally, personally, great with open tasks or any writing where you have to be imaginative. So I'll share an example of where this idea of applying skills was totally at play for me. And I've got to tell you, my husband always says I have zero imagination. <laughs> He's quite into movies and I'm just like, well, that wouldn't happen <laughs> when I'm watching certain things. So you can imagine my horror when in my invitation to interview for my first ever teaching job, I was asked to prepare to teach a geography lesson to a class of year nines. That was no problem that would be observed by the principal, which of course is a bit nerve wracking, but again, no problem. That's what all teaching interviews involve in the UK. So teaching a nine geography lesson on the topic of 
anything. I was like, what? (laughs) It didn't even have to be something from the year nine curriculum. I was like, come on, give me something to go on. Maybe they thought they were actually being kind and that that was a nice thing to give me. But for me, that was the worst possible type of lesson to plan. I honestly would have preferred for them to tell me to teach an interesting lesson about watching paint dry. (laughs) That would have felt like less of a challenge to me because at least I'd have had somewhere to start with, some guidelines to go on. Because I like direction and instructions and steps. And I'm sure you've kind of got that by now, right? But of course, it wasn't about the topic. The lesson was just the vehicle for the principal to be able to see my teaching skills, see how I handled a brand new class. And it's the exact same for your teen. Any creative task is just the vehicle to have them apply the techniques, the skills, their capabilities that they have been learning and building. So here's an example that they have likely experienced. Let's take English and let's say they've been set some type of narrative, like a short story. Now, when students go through the mark scheme, they'll realize that their marks and grades are less about the actual story or the characters and more about their ability to use a variety of sophisticated literary devices like imagery and symbolism, for example. So they need to come up with a setting or character or event that allows them to use and apply plenty of those. Now, this is one of the reasons it's so important to plan strategically. They don't want to be planning from the point of, hmm, I wonder what I'm going to make happen in my story. But they want to do it from the point of, okay, what sort of character would allow me to give some really interesting and detailed descriptions and characterization? What sort of setting would I be able to adapt my writing to really well in terms of style and vocabulary? Like using techie words for sci-fi or lots of extravagant details for a romance. And then they can start to consider what their story could be about. Plus, they also now have a kind of checklist to work with, which to me is a bonus. I'm like, yay, a checklist. So let's take something different. Let's take an art piece. Again, they need to look at what they're being marked on. Are they being judged on using a variety of materials or a particular technique? Is it about conveying a particular theme and what would be best suited for them doing that? What would allow them to showcase those things in the most effective and high quality way? Are they going to have to write an evaluation on it afterwards? And if so, what should they use in their design that will enable them to critique it in a really detailed and sophisticated way afterwards? If it's a menu, let's say for food tech, or if it's a piece of furniture for woodwork, then yes, they would need to consider the target audience or the client and the associated specifications because yes, they will be marked on how well they've met those. But they also need to consider what else they're going to be judged on. It's not just going to be about what it looks like or tastes like. They want to consider what technical ability or skills they'll be able to showcase within it, just like the ice skater. 
They don't make up the routine based on what simply looks good or what music they like or what moves they like or enjoy performing. They craft the routine, they design the routine around the skills they know they need to showcase. They start out by knowing what they need to include and therefore want to display in order to get the highest score possible. In other words, They know what's in the mark scheme and then they figure out how to put that across in the creative format required. Whether it's a two minute skating routine or that three course menu or a wooden magazine rack or a short story or any other creative assessment task. So it should never be a question of what on earth should I write a story about or what music will I choreograph a dance to or what do I want to make in this next class? It's got to be a question of what am I being judged on? What are they looking for? What's in the mark scheme? And then finding the best design or story or creative piece to showcase those things. What's going to be the most effective vehicle? And to take this a step further, it's considering what choices and decisions will allow them to do it in an efficient way and in a way that provides the most and the highest quality opportunities to convey those skills, those strategies, those techniques. And this is not just for students who aren't particularly creative. For those students who are the creative types, then this will provide them with that trusty checklist to see which of their wonderful and creative and unique ideas are going to serve them the best when it comes to the marking of their work. This is the science and the strategy behind the creativity. So let me know what you think about this. I'd love your feedback and I'd love your questions. Remember, once a month for three months, I'm doing a special Q&A episode of the podcast. So send me your questions or have your team send their questions to support at rocksolidstudy.com. Put podcast question in the subject line. And until next week, I hope you have a fantastic week and I'll see you with your questions in the inbox or back here for another episode of the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you head on over to www.rocksolidstudy.com and sign up for my free parent guide. The three huge mistakes even smart students make in exams and assignments and how to fix them immediately. And I'll see you back here next week.